topics with Rav Yitzhak, with Rav Jor, with our, our dear, dear friend, our, our Rod. brother, Rod Reuven David Bryant from the other side of the pond. Yes. From the and, other side and, of the universe. And, right. and the thing is, is that I, I don't even know, what people don't realize is the reason why we're usually supposed to start <laughs> and talk. And, and we have another voice being heard from. Yeah, we have a dog here. I yeah. thought that was mine at first. Uh, mine only barks if you take his duck away from him. No, yours talks. Don't, it doesn't duck, bark. Yeah, it he talks. talks. But the duck, he'll bark if you take his duck away from him. That's but it's the duck, which when we lived in the other house, for two years, he would not touch. He would not look at it. He would not go near it. He would not do anything with it until we moved here. Now, if you try to take it from him, he loses his mind. All right. So... Change of change of place, change of mazel. Okay. Uh, so, so anyway, what are we talking about? What's going I don't on? know. So look, the thing is, is that we start late usually because we get into things and we start talking and we not that we forget to hit the go live button, but it's almost like the things that we talk about. We almost have to do a separate podcast on what we talk about before we talk about You know, it. we ought to have a membership. It's called Pre Podcast Podcast. Pre Podcast. That's what podcast. I was thinking about. Yeah. So anyway, get to hear all the secrets. But you know what? I think that maybe maybe now we need to like talk about it. Why why do we have the need or the fear or the understanding the assumption that we need to open the camera only when we're ready? Why can't we just like really be live and be who we are and say what we have? And not I don't to care. Of, I agree. Uh, I it doesn't bother me. I'm not afraid to is, say what you I guys say. can come over. We'll sit on the back porch and talk. Yeah. In reality, we are starting a stronger debate conversation before we go on live, and then we mm -hmm. go on live. Like, yeah. In reality, that's what that goes on. I won't take all the responsibility on myself. No, but that's because that's because you you heard something Rod said. And we just got into a whole big discussion. And he, you just came out we of the gate always, running. Always, we always do a very deep discussion before we go live. And then. Sure, so, so, so based on that. So last we week you said something. You, you said, Rav Jor, you, you brought up this concept. You brought up this concept of nistar. Okay. This, this idea of concealment. And then. You earlier you talked about a subject that maybe we talk about the difference between older generations and this generation, why it's different. And so before we got on, I started talking about this concept of the idea of diminishing generations. So one of the things that they talk about related to that is the idea of nistar versus nigle, the idea of concealment versus the idea of revealing. Anyway, I'm bringing this up only because we're talking about what we talked about before we hit live, for those of you listening to us, is this idea Rod said something about something, and then Rav Jor asked a question, and then we got into the question of aliens and UFOs. See, see what he's saying? Rod said something, Rav Dor said something. Yeah, Ira, open. Yeah, oh, open. then I... Well, wait, 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 wait. I, I'm telling you what I think, so... It's interesting that you brought this up because I said I'm watching this new show called Silo on TV, something to watch. And it's about all these people living in a silo, but nobody knows who built the silo and nobody knows anything. And all they see is screens and the outside is terrible. It's post-apocalyptic 
and 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 it's all about control. And the truth is that outside there's nothing wrong. It's beautiful. There are birds singing. The trees are beautiful. The grass is beautiful. And 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 but if they throw you out of the silo, then all the people see is you walking in this post-apocalyptic world, and you get twenty or thirty steps and you fall down dead. Okay. What they're not showing you is that the reason you fall down dead is because the suit they put on you, they poison the suit, and they kill you so that everybody sees you dying outside and nobody wants to go outside. At the end of the day, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because the same thing is going on in this world. In, in Kabbalistic terms, we talk about this being Alma de Shikra. This is a world of lies. It, Everything. When Rod and I started our show um, that I, that we started and we started podcasting years and years ago called Beyond the Matrix, it was all based on this concept of Alma de Shikra, that everything is a matrix, that what you're seeing and what we're living is nonsense. So there you go. UFOs and aliens, my perspective is the same as Rev Jor's. I don't want to steal his thunder, so I'm going to let him tell what he thinks or Rod can say what he thinks about it. But whatever Rav Dror says, I'm with him. That's I the agree gospel. with him 100%. About UFOs, I am certain in 100% that there are no real UFOs. I am most certain that there are like spaceships and and um, like um, space vehicles or like super fast with very updated modern technology, developed technology that they are flying above us and uh, but i think that those belongs to um to secret service of um of governments and not at all to to entities that are from beyond our galaxy i don't fall to that i don't believe in that i think that there are very wealthy people very powerful people um that are hiding and um and um and doing things behind the curtain and running the world's um systems through their corporations and big businesses and banking systems and pharmaceutical companies um pulling all the money today i saw a person he said like you know like the government's like look this is the new uh, new generation slavery camp and then he like moved the camera and shown how everyone are stuck in traffic and he said look you're all stuck in line to go in work in a job that you don't like for eight or ten hours a day to pay mortgages that other people like gonna take all the interest for it and you're happy about it like Look how they scammed you. Like you're all inside that system, working, finding better jobs, learning 12 years in school, going to college, university, going, joining the armies. What, like, and in the end of the day, you are a slave to the system that sucks your blood, that takes all the taxes from you, that take commission on every movement. After you pay almost half of your income, to taxes they charge you extra taxes when you go to buy in the stores you pay over 60 and 70 percent of your poor income that 
no matter what you're going to do, you will never be able to, to afford the lifestyle that you desire because you always want higher. You always want more because they show you that there is more because there are people with more and they are making sure to present it to all of us. And then in that place, there is also the need of rising to the next level. So you're always empty and you're always lack and you're always in debt and you're always paying. And always there is someone that is uh, celebrating on your back and being super happy. And you don't even aware to that. You think, oh, I took a vacation. You didn't take no vacation. They allowed you to travel from point A to point B. And they called it a vacation. And they also told you that that is the goal of your life, to take vacations and to own your own house. Now in Israel, a group of over 1,000 people got a letter that in Jerusalem that they need to evacuate their own houses. Why? Because they bought their houses in a certain agreement from the church, there was there are lands in Israel that were belonged to the church, been bought by the Vatican like hundreds of years ago. And the Vatican sold those lands now to some businessmen. And that businessman decided that he doesn't want to rent his property anymore, his lands. So those guys that thought that they bought the house from the church, they never bought the house. They just rented it for some hundreds of years. But there was a very small line written in the bottom of that contract that in a certain situation, they are allowed to evacuate those people. And now they're all about to be evacuated. And we're talking about like big houses in wealthy neighborhoods in Jerusalem, like Chavia, like, um, like Chavia, like uh, Moshava Germanit, like Talbiye, wow. like central areas of Yerushalayim, like the richest areas of them all. And need to evacuate. And no one going to help them. <laughs> no one going to help them. Why? working for the same people for the same people who vaccinated two million people in in israel who who spraying with jets chemicals and magnets and aluminium on all of us for us just to get heavier and uh, and everyone are part and of, of this course country. the government the police will be right there to help them evacuate the people because they're working it's a cooperation like what is what is the state of Israel? What are the United States? There are all management companies. That's what they are. It's management company. It's a company that manage, that is running the systems. They pull out the taxes. They're charging. They set laws. They have like their 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 courthouses, and and they're like making the system work. Yeah. But there are people behind that. Those who gave the authority to those management companies to rule the states. That's it. It's a, it's, Two years, it's, people it's, said, people, people told, told us we couldn't go 500 meters from our front door. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. And Rod. today, some really admit that all the doctors are now confessing that it was false claims of, of of tested vaccination, like when people were just poisoned with metals and nanoparts that can just like kill them in a snap of a finger. 
when you guys when, when the governments will decide to to increase the levels of 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 g5 and g6 of of all the antennas that are all over the place like people might fall like like flies what's going to happen then there is only one solution and it is to scream to Hashem. like there is no other solution you could like go shoot some people you won't gain nothing yeah. like someone will replace and take their seat in a second like there are right. hundreds of thousands of people in line that are willing to sell their soul to the devil already did you want to hear something interesting? You guys may already know this. You know that Moderna and Pfizer did not make those vaccines. Those were made by the biological chemical efforts of the United States military. It's uh, it's like they there made are it. people that are talking. They made it. They, the others put the lab on it, the ID on it, and that's it. There are people who are talking publicly about um, reducing amounts of populations, like mm-hmm. killing millions of people. It became a topic as if it's normal. It's a discussion. Yeah, we need to talk right. about it. Like, what's that? Like, like, so so earlier, like, someone said, I'm sorry. There was like such a tiny jerk germ compared to those villains of today. Like, you know, I saw some, some video on social media a couple of days ago, yesterday actually, like, on newspapers, New York Times from 1918, 1918, already talking about the, 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 the death decree on 6 million Jewish people in Russia and Poland. Like there was a discussion on how to kill the 6 million Jews already in 1918. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like it's and and again in 1921 and in 1924, like that topic of the six million Jews that are about to be executed was an open discussion already on 1918. It's like, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? Oh, the Holocaust happened in 1939. No, 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 no. People. What happened in 1918? What happened in 1918 also? You, you, the Spanish flu mm-hmm. was nineteen eighteen. You, you know what? What was happening after nineteen eighteen and after nineteen forty two, forty three? In the end of World War One and in the end of World War Two, they divided the world again. They shared the states, the lands again. They made new world order. And now they're preparing the third world war and they're creating it, making us all think and imagine that really things are going on while they're kidnapping children and while they're trafficking women and while they're selling drugs and weapons and doing whatever they want. Crazy, sick maniacs that are running the back end of this messed up dark world and those villains are planning a new world order after World War III. Now, they might tell you a story about UFOs and a mothership and a house that's been abducted by aliens, whatever, like nonsense. Or that they're going to tell you that there is a plague, another X virus, and they're going to tell you, like, whatever, Ukraine, and they're going to blame Putin for... 
Putin is the most normal person today in the world protecting his people. Like, I don't know, like, we, like, whatever they tell you in the news, don't buy that. Like, that's the main thing. They're all receiving the same script to say, they're all saying the same news. They all being, uh, like, they are all um, um, owned by the same owners. There are owners to all those news uh, companies. And they're, like, selling products. They're lying. Like that you drink Coca-Cola when it's poison. It's poison. They're going to replace it with something else. Like, you, you drink poison. You eat poison. You hear poison. They are poisoning our minds with the music with the rock, with the with the acid music, with the trance, with the black rap music, with all the pop music, like they're poisoning us. They are telling the like big people that are in higher positions, having very wide observation on on global changes in the world, and they're because that they are the owners of oil companies of power companies of water sources of banking systems like so they will develop schools and they're going to develop like um, universities and militaries and armies and like movements in the world and gate parade like it's a business now to change gender genders and like cutting populations brainwashing children to today, today today they are trying to pass a law in the united states to make it child abuse where they can take your children away if you don't gender affirm them if the child says i believe i'm this and you don't affirm them they want yes. to make it that it's child abuse and they can and take your children from you when and when Obama was the was the president of the U.S., they established a law that if a person is just thinking to commit a crime, so based on his thought, he's already like the government is already allowed to judge him. There was a movie. Plan. There was a movie. There was a movie about that. So, but what does it mean? It I means that in any called. moment that they're going to change the law, now based on that new law. When they're going to change the law and you won't be allowed to think in a certain way, you became a criminal. And that's they already, it. Made, they, already, they, already, they already, the fact that you're somebody who's faith-based, you are, are already a target today. When you talk about separating out and having camps and what it's going to be like, who do you, what do you think? Anybody who's going to cry out to Hashem, but is going to do it vocally. You can't even stand on the Temple Mount and say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Guys, you the get world arrested. You can't even. It's okay, already okay. happening. Okay, so we brought. Don't out ask me for that. what the answer is. We brought out all this crap out of the surface. Okay, <laughs> now like like we got to give Rod a chance to speak tonight. Rod, Rod I, I'm going to interview I'm, you tonight. I'm gobsmacked now. I don't even know what to say. Uh, you know what, John. First of all, don't believe in aliens. Please don't believe in that nonsense. Like there is a real threat. There is no real well, what, The only what, threat that what there I'm, is, is from when inside. I'm referring the to... Right. Your destroyers and the ones to ruin you are coming from within you. They're not coming from outside. We're not of afraid of no entities, like nonsense like no. that. They also one day going to bring a person... And they're gonna make a whole movie like that movie with the 
what's his name, Jim Carrey, that the whole world is looking at him and he doesn't know, they're going to bring an actor and that actor will play Mashiach, the, the Messiah. One day they're going to bring a person and they're now controlling the weather. And when he will say they're going to be rain, they're going to bring down the rain. And when he's going to say they're going to be thunders, they're going to make thunders coming. And he's going to say sandstorm and sandstorm will appear. And the tsunami and the tsunami will take place. And it's all by their developed technologically mm -hmm. systems. And that's what they're doing. And they're right. going to try to manipulate the world to follow that Messiah and to do whatever they want. So, Rod, what is the solution? What's our role in that craziness that is already um, being established and perfected for years? Like that the same ones who sold the weapon to this side in World War One sold the weapons to the other side in World War One, mm -hmm. and also in World War Two. Over 2,300 airplanes, bombers of the U.S. were flying above the rail trains that were taking 24,000 mm -hmm. Jews to the camps to die in Auschwitz each yeah. day. 24, right. between 12 to 24,000 Jews were murdered each day in mm -hmm. one camp of Auschwitz and 2000 over 2300 bombers of the US could drop one bomb one missile on that rail train and to stop the killing but they did not stop till they came to that number of 6 is it make some rings 6 mm -hmm. That's the number that the devil is fighting because six is Kedusha, six is the foundation, mm -hmm. six is the Esod, six is the holiness. This is the number of Yosef. When they tried to demolish Bet Yosef, the house of purity, the house of power of Bet Israel, they're fighting against his Kedusha, against his holiness with their six, six, sixes. So we need to fight. How are we going to fight? Only with our purity, only with our mm -hmm. tefillot, with our prayers. There is no way to fight those gigantic operations that are established in billions. They're printing money. They don't need money. They are the ones to write the numbers. They like they're updating their accounts to their will. Like they don't. You will never have their money. It's like they. You will never have their control. Only if you're gonna pray like crazy. And you're going to start believing in the power of the Almighty like Moses did, like Abraham did, like Yitzchak did, like Yaakov did. That's the only way, only way. Abraham fought against Nimrod, that was the king of the dark world. And, and Moshe fought against Pharaoh, that was the king of evil, kingship of Egypt in that generation. Mm -hmm. And those gigantic faithful people, loyal people, had the power to fight against those gigantic rulers of the world and to defeat them. And we need to do the same. And the only way to do so is with faith and with prayer and with holiness and no tricks and scams. I'm in. I can't agree more. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, what was the question I asked you? I asked for the solution, I, and then you gave it. So, yeah. So you asked me a question, and you answered it. So I'll just sit here and enjoy it.
Look, look, somebody asked a question. I think it's, uh, what's his name, Lawrence, uh, John D. Lawrence earlier, said, do you guys have anything better to talk about or something more important to talk about? And I want to tell you right now, uh, John, uh, uh, nothing to you personally, but we're trying to wake the hell people up. We're trying to get you to shake from your illusion of what you see around you. Uh, the reason why Rob Drawer is so passionately talking and, and so succinctly laid it out is that we are all in agreement that the world that we live in is an illusion painted by forces. And I'm talking about human forces with negative inclinations to do what they want to do. It's always been this way. It was that way before the flood. It's that way after the flood. It's that way now. The whole point is wake up. People wake up. It's time right. to spiritually dig down deep within your core and right. find the only element of truth that you can really hang on that's true. And that is the mitzvot, the Torah of Hashem, the knowledge of the one true God. All of those things can bring you a tremendous amount of eccentricity. However, what the answer is, is what you just said, is so, to appeal to Hashem, put our faith in Hashem. I'm not a doomsdayer. I don't I don't look at like the end of the world like Christians do that JC's going to take all the Christians out and beat the hell out of all the Jews and the and the sinners and then when he comes back he's going to make war against them. Like that's not how the world's going to end because that's not what my God and that's not what the prophets say. Now it's going to be tough, but folks, we are in a tough time right now and most people have been so lured. It's like it's like boiling a frog you put him in that cool water and let him sit there until the water gets enough to boil him. And that's exactly what's happening in society today. You hear in these rumblings lives. of, like you said, UFOs and bombs and wars and this and that. It's all to keep you distracted. It's all to keep you. It's like a magician, right? right? Uh, magicians are not magic. They're good at sleight of hand. And what's politicians more, are magicians. What's more important to talk about than... Then the then the original question, which was what what's the difference between the early generations and this generation, and the idea of what I brought up of this idea of the diminishing of generations. If somebody wants, you want us to bring Torah, I can bring Torah. The Gemara in Eruvin talks about the difference between generations. It talks about the concept of the door of the Ulam. And it talks about the difference between the sages that Rav Jor talked about, Moshe Rabbeinu. What's more important than understanding the, like this? Somebody like John, I don't know you, John, but somebody like John Lawrence, you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, what can I do? We're here to tell you that you can do the same thing that Moshe Rabbeinu did, that you have the same power he had. The difference is, is that he was willing to give up everything. He was willing to sacrifice everything. He was willing to give up his family. He was willing to get, Avraham was willing to give up everything. Each one of these individuals were willing to give up everything and sacrifice in order to see um, the what was nistar, what was concealed, to be niglat, to be revealed. And that's what we're saying. Every one of us has the power. The thing is, is that 
what are you willing to do about it? Are you, uh, are you, Rabbi Nachman talks about different levels that you can do in your tifilot. He talks about the importance of Hidbodadut. And I can tell you that if you want to learn about Hidbodadut, Rav Jor is doing classes on it that are amazing that you should sign up for on amuna.com. But Rabbeinu also said that if you can't even speak, if you can't even grunt, then there's a silent scream a scream from within to Hashem. And I can tell you that in some ways that's even more powerful than vocalizing. The silent scream of finding your inner point of truth and screaming from within, from your neshama, saying to Hashem, I, I don't have anywhere else to go. I don't know what else to do. Even if you want to say, what are these three crazy people talking about? Give me some insight. Give me some understanding. Maybe there's a little bit of truth to what they're saying. Show me, teach me, reveal to me, help me understand, give me the power. This is what we're trying to wake the world up to. Well, yeah. I, I, I know that, uh, as a matter of fact, Kevin just said something like, how, how should I start as a non-Jew? And I would just say, start uh, becoming a, a vehement lover of truth and knowing the one true God. And obviously, I can tell you later about websites and things you can go to. But the whole point is, is uh, there is a there is God there. We believe that the master of the universe controls everything to include all the calamities that are here in the physicality. But at the end, everything is going to be for a purpose. And we just need to get plugged in to what that purpose is now, even though the, we not, may not fully understand its revelation and understanding. But we know there's a purpose behind it. And we know that we'll be delivered in a good way. I think By the way, uh, ten uh, ten ve'ir asked, "Who is a shim?" I said that that is uh, in Hebrew the name, which is a way to sanctify the name of God. So basically, when we say a shim, we're talking about God. To me, it's very important to deliver this message that even though that uh, we do um, practice Judaism and we do believe in uh, in Judaism and we follow Judaism with all our hearts, um. Our message was always um, every one of us in his own unique and special way. But in general, that's one very main thing that that gathering us all three um, to deliver that message. Mm -hmm. that the maker of the universe is standing and waiting for any individual with no connection to his religion and to his um and and to his um dynasty and to his uh, history and that is a very important message why because we can see here comments of people um you should follow prophet muhammad uh, mm -hmm. jesus is uh, is the lord is the is the way and on and also in Judaism, you're going to find people who will claim that Judaism is the only way. But um, our God is the God of truth. And he is close to everyone who calls him with truth. So and our God is also the God of every human created. <laughs> he is the creator. He is the right. maker of creation. And therefore, his mercy and kindness is on all his creations. And he feels the sorrow of a worm that is being burnt under the sun. So... His compassion and love is available for everyone who will call him with truth. And there is no salvation to one of the thirds or to one kind of 
believers. There's going to be a salvation to all 70 nations. The ancient scripts are telling us about the days of redemption and the prophets that 70 nations means people from all kinds will join the people right. of Israel and will rise together to the Temple Mount, to the house of Hashem, that will be called in that time, Bet Tefillah Lechol the house of prayer for all nations. So there are no places anymore for no debates and no arguments whose religion is more right than others. The only thing that we do need to talk about is how as a person I will be more honest and how mm -hmm. will I come I like closer that. to the maker and how I will find the truth in creation. Now you want to do it from your home area from your comfort zone you were born christian you were born muslim you were born jewish no one is expecting you to become something else right he is so he's a jerk but in reality it's a normal thing that you're gonna make your way from your homeland like hashem said to abraham leave the house of your parents and walk to the unknown to the land that i'm gonna show you we need to watch what the maker of the universe is opening, which path he's opening to us, everyone from his place. And then we're going to reach that central point that will combine all human beings, all good souls, all mm -hmm. loving people, all kind people, all honest people, generous people to one place in one time to enjoy the eternal redemption and complete salvation of the whole world and we're going to see darkness fall because right. in time of redemption, darkness will fall, a falling that will have no end to it. And there will be no more sorrow, no more sorrows. How did you, what did you say? Sorrows. Yeah, no, no sorrows. sorrows. No more tsarot to Amisarot. <laughs> That's his name, Tsarot. Tsarot Gdolot. And people, people don't even recognize it. People don't even recognize it. Say these things. That they are, they are buying into the whole idea of being controlled by the very nature of trying to be divisive. This idea, be a free thinker, rather than rather than recognizing that there are certain absolute truths. When we're talking about Hashem being the God of truth, who is close to all those who call upon Him in truth, we come together on the things we agree upon. Most people, all Christians believe that Hashem is the creator of the universe. All of Islam believes that Hashem is the creator of the universe, even if they call him by a different name. If you want to say that Jesus is Lord, I can tell you that if you look at Jesus' own words, he said, don't look to me, look to the Father. Look at my Father in heaven. We consider in Judaism him also to be our Abba, our Father in heaven. Come together on the things that we agree upon because these are the things that will bring redemption. The idea of telling me or me telling you that the only way that you're going to be redeemed is by believing like me is the very reason why we haven't be, been redeemed yet. So can I give you a, a quote from a great sage? Probably one of the greatest sages you guys ever heard of, and you'll know I'm talking about. This great sage once said, to not try to be Jewish, but be Jewish. Does that sound familiar, Rob Drawer? No. Yeah, you said that one time, 10 years ago. No way. I, I said something else. 
You've said just that. I've got it recorded. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, but what you're saying, what we're what you were trying to intimate is quit trying to be something else. Be who Hashem has created you to be. That's what that means. We're not saying that people that want to be converting to Judaism shouldn't. What we're saying is be you. Be who you are. Right. That recording. I want to get that recording. <laughs> okay. I'll pull it up for you. I got to find it. Got to search From through the, the hundreds archives. of hours. But Lost I was archives. I think it's at here uh, in the tip. You said that. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We're going to post it. Like we posted Ira's uh, class. We're going to post this one. Okay. I, wanted say, I wanted to say one thing. The dividing of religions is making us weaker in third, in two-thirds, actually. We are not able to unite because of our disagreements. So then we're not joining forces, even though that we have so much in common and we all believe in the Maker and we all want to do good and we all believe that Hashem gave the Torah to Moshe and that Moshe passed on the Torah to Bnei Israel and on. That is nothing that is being contradicted by any of the big main religions in the world. So as long as we have that simple faith and we're good people, we have so much in common. We have so much that we can do together. So it's time to drop those dividings and to play into the hands of the ones who are enjoying our separation and to join and reunite as one person with one heart. And then we'll be able to receive the face of Mashiach and the face of, uh, of Hashem and the and and the, and the day of redemption in our days amen thank Lev you guys amen amen thank you so much thank you for um from uh, helping me to um, come out of my uh, pandora uh, treasure box <laughs> your box <laughs> my box boxing chains um, and thank you for releasing this energy. And Bezat Hashem, may greatness be the destiny of us all. Amen. Okay, see you all next week. I just put up down there if people want a, information about Rav Jor's class and hit Bodadut on the course. You can see there, there's info at amuna.com. Right. And uh, so in that, in that website, you can find a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, a lot of courses, a lot of uh, books, a lot of uh, free classes, a lot of services. And you can have messengers that will go and pray in the holy sites in the holy land for you, like many, many things. And it's very um, precious uh, to search emuna, e -M -U -N -A -H com is our website and as well. Native. Well, we can't hear you. Help turn the mic on. I want to uh, respond to Jack uh, from the TIV itself. But Jack says, I'm a Jew facing possible prison time. Is there any advice? Yes, there's advice. Greatest time of your life could change your life forever to a very positive effect. But when you get in there, you're going to have to ask yourself this one thing. Am I going to be the same guy when I leave? And how can I change and improve myself? If you do that, Man, your your life in prison is going, you're going to come out a better man, not a worse man. And if you want to learn more about Torah law and Judaism for the non-Jew, contact us at Nativ, N-E-T-I-V dot net. I'd love to talk to you sometime. Sign up for our classes. Uh, Rav, it's yours. Or ever who's next. Ira, thank you so much, Achino, thank our you. dear brother, Ira.
what? If you want to know more about me, just come back next week. Every Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Um, I think wrong? we're gonna we're gonna continue where we just stopped. Thank you so yes. much. Someone else Thank is gonna you. go out of his box next week, right? That'll be uh, Rob Michelson, not me. <laughs> <laughs> be well you, you you want to keep me in the box that's going to be too for today. now for now everyone has his role one yeah. day you're going to find your way out from your from your prison <laughs>